Today I wanted to do something a little bit different. So once in a while on social media, we'll throw out questions for people to answer for things that they want to learn, things they want us to cover more of, and just general questions. When we get these, we compile them in different categories so that we kind of have an idea of what people are thinking and people want to learn more about. Some of them are personal, some of them are like theoretical, some of them are big picture, and some of them are real estate specifically related. So our director of marketing forwarded me a few really good ones that I thought were worth taking a minute and just making a video with some short answers to, because I think they're kind of good uh, life questions in general, and it gives a good view kind of on my own thoughts and also an opportunity for you to respond and let us know what your thoughts are on them. So I think it's a good opportunity for a good back and forth with these questions specifically. So definitely chime in in the comments below because these are more of like what is the meaning of life and how do you view the big picture type things and I'm really interested in what you guys are thinking as well. Also many of the questions that we get are actually already covered on the Saint site in our resources section. So I definitely encourage you guys to check that out at saintinvestment.com resources. There's a ton of information, videos, audio, blog posts, free ebooks, all of it's free there. So it's a really good opportunity for you to get a lot of your questions answered there as well. So let's jump into it for today. First off, for those that don't know me, my name is Nick D'Angelo with Saint Investment Group. We currently have over $150 million in real estate assets under management, and we are currently raising $100 million more to purchase more real estate assets. So this video and these answers come from that background, so you have some perspective on where these answers are coming from. All right, so the first question is, what do you believe about taking responsibility? When to know when it's your responsibility versus other people's responsibility and how to respond in different situations. Well, there's a lot to that question and there's a lot of different perspectives that you can have from that, but I'm gonna answer it in my perspective. So the easiest answer to that question from my perspective is I sit in a leadership role at Saint Investment. So what do I think about responsibility? I think everything is my responsibility. Literally, if you've ever heard the saying, the shit falls downward, Actually, in reality, when you're sitting in more of a leadership role, the higher that leadership role, the more shit falls upwards, okay? That means that you are responsible for every single thing that's below you on the totem pole and not vice versa. So that's kind of the big picture approach is just to understand that everything below you is in your sphere of influence and is your responsibility not to get it right every time, okay? But to make positive that it's fixed for the future and to improve it on an ongoing basis. Now to drill down into the specifics. Now in my experience in companies, and we've built and sold a handful of them at this stage, what delegation is assumed to be typically by management is handing off a task and then somebody at a different level completing that task. So while conceptually that's okay, that misses some of the biggest nuances of this. And the first thing is insane amounts of detail and clarity for the employee that the task is getting handed off to. If something is being delegated to that employee, they need absolute clarity of what success looks like for that task. And also true delegation delegation is handing off responsibility of that task to them. So the outcome is on their plate, but you must be extremely clear with them. So part of that is intervals and time. They have to know exactly what's expected in what period of time. So what we found most helpful in our companies is some kind of task management software that is company-wide so that everybody's on the same page and can read from the same book. That level of transparency to see who's on task, what their tasks are, etc. 
That flushes out a lot of the concerns that other employees will have because it's all out there. Everybody knows who's responsible for what. So you'll get feedback just based on that transparency basis. The other thing is when you're using a specific quality software, then you have set dates. You know when that task was assigned, what the different intervals were because they are required to update it along the way. And it also lets you be more hands-off and get out of their way and stop micromanaging your employees. But if I'm in a leadership role, they still take the responsibility for that task, but the ultimate global responsibility is on my shoulders. So how do I balance that? If somebody's dropping the ball on tasking that was assigned to them, then it's my responsibility to hand off and reassign to make positive that that important thing gets done. So as far as the part of the question of how to respond, the answer is whatever's best for the company and whatever's best for the team. For me, that included always sitting down with the employee and being very clear if something was falling through the cracks. So we were all clear on the decisions that I made to reevaluate and reassess and move that tasking to someone else. Overall, there's a ton written on this and many different amazing books. One of my favorite discussions on delegation is in the book Clockwork by Michael Michalowicz, I think is how you pronounce it. So they do have a really good perspective on how to set up delegation in a way that is most smooth for company fluidity and company consistency. And so I really liked how they structured that. So I would definitely recommend if you're interested more in delegation, it's worth checking out that book. All right, next question here. How has being a father changed you as an entrepreneur? Your mission, your vision, etc. So this is really good and there has definitely been some massive changes in my life. Really previously, prior to becoming a father, I just kind of worked as much as I felt, which was quite a bit and saw huge successes and built some really cool things and some really cool companies that we later sold. But in the wake of becoming a father, I looked back and kind of evaluated what that scheduling and what that structure was. And it was much more loosey goosey because it didn't need to be tight. There didn't need to be set hours. I could go to the gym at 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. and it didn't really matter and I could get a late start the next day, etc. Scheduling could be much more loose was my life pre-children. Now that I have kids, I want to freaking see my kids at night, okay? I want to at least, even on my most busy days, I want to at least hang out with my kids for a little while, bond, connect, vibe for a bit. I want to pray with them before they go to bed. I want to be there for those end of day activities at least. On less busy days, I want to be there to have dinner with them and to enjoy some free time and to have some more of an open schedule just to kind of do whatever to engage with them. How would I achieve that if my previous schedule was literally just go, go, go from the second I woke up till the time I went to bed and those hours all fluctuated and the scheduling was all over the place? Well, it's that my whole life is structured much more rigidly now and I pretty much do the same things at pretty much the same time pretty much every day. And what that allows me to do is just to get the things in that are most important to me in a structured way that allows me to do all of it to some degree. Now there are definitely days I miss something in there and that some things are better than others or my gym session sucked but I kick butt in the office or I'm just tired and kind of suck all day. Those definitely happen but I get a lot more done just by having the same wake up time, the same go to bed time and the same general schedule throughout the day. So I definitely say scheduling for me was one of the biggest changes in becoming a father. Now on a big scale, on more of like a theory, big picture idea side, being a father was a huge gift and a huge benefit to my idea of legacy and impact on the world, etc. So before I had kids, I wasn't really thinking next generation and what, you know, 50 year plan looked like for business or for 
assets or for net worth. But now that I do have kids, I am thinking about that. And it changes the perspective and it changes the moves I make on a daily, weekly, monthly basis because I'm thinking about these things. Like what are skills and what are assets that I could bring into the future many decades down the line or could benefit my kids or the world that they live in further down the line. So I really, I was not a huge environmentalist. I liked being in nature. Now I'm actually thinking very much like, what's the future of the planet look like? Like what air are my kids gonna breathe? What water are they going to drink? From the financial side, what opportunities are they gonna have that I could help provide them? What kind of education can they get? What experiences can they have in the future? So I've always been a big fan of leverage in my own life. How to do one thing that leverages into something much bigger or broader in your life, right? But there's a whole different idea of leverage when there's another generation that you're considering. How to put them in positions that offer exponential leverage for their future. And I think that's really big. So the two biggest fatherhood improvements I've made in my life, I think, are tightening up scheduling to where everything runs at the same time. The trains freaking run on time and I get more things in that way. And then the second is thinking of things on a much larger, grander, longer scale because there's somebody that can benefit at the end of that in an even bigger way. And it's your freaking kids. You'll do anything for your children, right? So that's kind of how I think about it. All right, next question here. When are you the most productive in your day and week? So the kind of like witty, cheeky, snarky answer is whenever I'm most planned out on my goals and most focused on those is when I'm most effective. Now, that's not really the question or the nature of the question, and I get that. So to answer the question directly, mornings I truly believe are almost everyone's most productive, most focused, most like laser pinpoint accuracy on what they're doing. Doing, most clear-minded, I think it's mornings. So for me, because that's definitely the case, I try to front load most of my important big picture, big progress stuff to the morning hours, the first half of the day at least, maybe the first 75% of the day. And then I kind of close the day out with more meetings and more emails and more follow-ups and catch-ups. And that what that allows me to do is use the moments where my brain is the most crisp and sharp and laser focused and intense to get the most important things done. And then I can kind of get the other check boxes checked throughout the later end of the day. But to touch base, on kind of like that like snarkier, cheekier answer I gave first. I read a book that really helped me on goals and planning and outlining. That book was 12 week year. And the concept is essentially taking the goals that you have for an entire year and squeezing them into one quarter and then breaking them down into weekly deliverables. So it's really not a new concept of taking big goals and doing bite-sized steps. But what it did for me was just that every day I know exactly the steps I need to be taking. And those steps add up into something much more massive. That's been super helpful for me and super focusing. So when I get up, the day's not a mystery. I'm not chasing my tail. It's like I know exactly what I'm doing. And the more clear I am on those goals and those individual one step at a time tasks, the more I've seemed to get done consistently. So for me, no matter what the schedule looks like, being clear on those and tackling the biggest stuff first has been really beneficial. Okay, next question. How have your goals and vision for the future changed over time? So I think one of the biggest ways is just having perspective. For me in my 20s, you know, my mid 20s is when I really started making some pretty decent money. So for me, this kind of goes back to the idea of that you operate at like different levels of consciousness at different times. So a lower level consciousness of success might be like stunting on them fools, right? Like, here's my Lambo. You like, you see my watches, like you see this house, you know, like kind of like the flex, 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 materialism, materialism. So that might be like a lower level spiritual paradigm or lower level
level paradigm where it's just about like that quick competition, like you being better than everyone and like you being the coolest kid, right? And then there's kind of like the higher level paradigms as you think bigger and more broad and less self-centered, right? And those might be things like charitable contributions and ways to benefit society or more like spiritual big questions, like things that are internal and kind of things that transcend more of a material level and go into more of a global improvement level. Just a bigger, broader perspective on things as a whole. And I don't think people are in one camp or the other where somebody just wakes up every morning and Ferraris are all they think about and somebody else wakes up and the only thing, they just have the most perfect nirvanic soul that just wants to save the whole world and blah, 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 blah. My experience, people oscillate kind of differently back and forth between those and I certainly do as well. But what I can tell you definitely about my goals and my vision for the future is that it's less money-centered and it's more bigger picture-centered. So it's more of a zooming out. When I was younger, I didn't care about politics. I didn't really care about the environment. And I was much more self-centered in the thought of like, me, 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 what can I experience? What can I have? What can I do? And now that I've been fortunate enough to hit certain hurdles, whether that's financially in business or just experiences I've had in my life, et cetera, that I thought were once peak experiences and that that would just be a whole new level. Now it's kind of like I want to experience the world the way where I can give back more, you know, think about a bigger picture. So that's led me to things like start the D'Angelo Foundation and start other philanthropic things and give back to things like politics to help improve certain areas and to do things like give back to politics to improve things that I want to see better in our country and better in the world. And then also a big part of that has just been being very careful about what my body and what my mind ingests. So an example of that might be like in the past, a very specific type of trip where it was very materialistic. It was very experiencing a very certain type of trip, whether it was clubs and, and nightlife and all that stuff. Maybe these days I'm leaning a little bit more towards like a spiritual trip or some kind of self-improvement or something that I can actually see tangibly for the rest of my life or for a longer period of time. Okay guys, that wraps it up for today. Those were really awesome questions questions and I really like those big picture ideas and those and those big picture thoughts. So if you have responses or you have things that you want to talk about or questions or comments on that, leave a comment below because we want to check it out and get your input as well. Again, we are typically taking polls and questions in Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, check that out so that we can connect and you guys can input any questions that you might have. A huge chunk of the content we post is fundamentals of investing, specifically in real estate. There are tons of amazing videos that is ultra high level, in-depth information on investing at all levels. So check out our playlist. We have a ton of stuff in there that's really high quality and great real estate content. So cheers and stay hungry.